Hi. Had a good week? Yeah, the week was good. The week was very good. Um, little it was odd. windy. Windy. Oh, man. Okay, so Friday was super blustery. Um, I remember, like, leaving an appointment in the morning, and as I'm walking out, like, just this stupid wind. And to the point where I decided to lean at, like, 70 degrees and walk into the wind, I was held up. I'm not really thin, so I'm thinking, this wind is doing a great job That's of a solid wind. Yeah. Yeah. Now imagine being at sea level in like a hurricane. Ooh. You can do that full program. Mm-mm. Just kind of walk into it. It'd be kind of fun. Absolutely. No. Uh, Although I do, I do wonder in situations like that how our friend, I wish he was our friend, uh, how our man Jim Cantori does it. Oh, all right. Dude's like an action figure. He is kind of an action figure. <laughs> I know. I talk to, uh, I play a lot of golf with Mike Alger. Okay. Local weatherman. Yeah, and yeah. He, we talked about the difference between 70 mile an hour winds here and 70 mile an hour winds in the Gulf. Okay. And the air pressure is literally a third to half as much here because we're in thinner air oh. because we're at an elevation. So when you're down there, that wind is like heavier. How, do, how can he explain, and maybe this is obviously a question for him, <clears throat> excuse me, how can he explain 100 mile, up to 100 miles an hour through our city? Right. Because we have thinner air, that's and it's not sustained. Usually, we're talking about gusts, so that's how we don't regularly have like hurricanes and tornadoes during the God. winter. Although we did it's have gusts. A, uh, what do they call it? There was like a fire tornado earlier this year, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> there were like two of those. Tornado. Fire tornado. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Up north of town. All right, let's get to it. This is the Newman and Payne podcast. Episode number 34, and we are here this week because I'm, I'm throwing the, the gauntlet down, We're talking about collections. I feel shamed in this at the same time. I will, I'm full- Shamed? Right <laughs> off the get-go. Listen to me. Okay, I hadn't even gotten to that yet. <laughs> um, I feel shamed, but at the same time, there's also a sense of accountability. So I have no problem saying, yes, I have, uh, I still have too many, maybe- uh, too many action figures, maybe a few bobbleheads. Um, <laughs> okay, well, 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 yeah, we'll, down, get, we'll, down, get, we'll get onto it. All right. First off, the first collection you ever had. Oh, jeez. Like where you're like, okay, I got to get more of these. I mean, were you the garbage pail kid card kid? No. Okay, yeah, those are stupid. Lincoln but Logs. Lincoln Logs. Yeah. You went out and bought more Lincoln Log sets I, so that you could build like the Lincoln Log mansion? Um, I, I wanted more Lincoln Logs. I think I was able to to get my hand, thanks to my parents um, right. at the time. Because I, 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 I was- My Lincoln wa- Logs were handed me down. So I always had like broken ones. It kind of bummed me out. I was one of those- My stormtroopers fit in there. <laughs> I was one of those kids who, um, when growing up, you Lincoln know, the, our family had was on a, on a budget. So we didn't sure. necessarily have a lot. And so Lincoln Logs, to me, that was a way to, for me to be super creative. Okay. Wow. Really did not expect you. That was your thing. You're yeah. kidding. Lincoln okay. Logs were, were definitely the thing for the bit. And now, did you ha- and you had multiple sets? I had, I, I believe I had two sets, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Yeah. Right. I, I had the, like the tall, the barrel. Uh, like the cardboard barrel with the, oh, the yeah. tin top. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, see, in the ones that I had, like, my brother had them before me, and I'm not really sure what he did with them. Like, he tried to whittle them or something. Hmm. But all of the big pieces, those were broken. And all of the trusses across the top, yeah. I had, like, two. And all of the uh, popsicle stick roofs and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, no. 
<laughs> they were gone by the time I got them. So I liked Lincoln Logs because they're very linear. It's easy yeah. if your brain is not good with things. They help you to create 3D Absolutely. because they're such a linear thing to help you with depth. Linear is a great, but it was a great toy. Linear is a perfect word for that. Well huh. done. All right. So and you? when I was a little kid, my parents traveled. My mom worked in the map library up at the university. Okay. And when she started that at that, she had a creed that said to herself, I don't want to look at these countries on a map. I want to experience them. And she basically the job was my dad's job was to pay the bills and my mom would save up, save up, save up and go on vacation. Would and, they go on vacation together? Yeah. Okay. But her job was her money would go to the vacations that she made from her job. Okay. And my dad's money would go to pay for us to, to live. And that's, that's how their budgets worked. Okay. And it's very common for a lot of people, right? So they traveled the world. And I was playing soccer as a little kid. I did traveling soccer teams and all that sort of stuff. So I thought it'd be a great idea. Hey, bring me back a soccer ball from around the world. Awesome. No, it kind of sucked. Oh. For my parents. Awesome for me. Because soccer balls take up a large chunk. And this is back in the day with the like hard-sided Samsonite luggage. Oh. Guess what doesn't fit when yeah. you put a soccer ball in there? Everything else. So I had this amazing collection of <laughs> soccer balls from around the world that my parents, God bless them for bringing me back soccer balls from Spain and from Italy and from Mexico. And then they brought me this one from Greece. Oh. And this one from Greece looked like a tango. Do you remember tango soccer balls from when we were kids? They were white with this black three trike almost symbol on the side. They used them in World Cups. They're amazing soccer. They were the ball. Okay. And the one they brought me back from Greece was not inflated because, hey, they got smart. We're not going to bring back an inflated soccer ball anymore. We'll bring it back like kind of like almost shaped like an inverted football. Yeah, yeah. And then we'll blow it up when we get home. Makes sense. Except the needle didn't fit to the bladder and I never blew up that Greek soccer ball. Oh, no. Its entire life, it was like inverted on the sides like a double-sided dog bowl. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, pretty much. And that kind of always bummed me out with, and I had like, we, we put up this cool flashing up in my room so that the soccer balls could sit on this little shelf. Yeah. And it was this really cool thing. I had them from Turkey. I, they were leather. They got me one from France. Oh, they're amazing. Awesome. Except it was a pain in the ass to my parents. And then they got a little bit smarter as I got a little bit older and I moved from soccer into golf. And that's where that started was the logo golf balls much easier to get home because a golf ball <laughs> and you uh, uh i think not small what i need to do is i'm going to make that the golf balls will be the cover photo for this week's oh sure podcast. bring it back on me because we're not doing this in your house no no okay no because a lot of like how about the second bedroom in your house the second bedroom in my house has a lot of shoes okay let's go there before we talk about the golf balls. Look, just because I have... Wait, wait, wait. Go ahead. Do you have as many pairs of shoes as I have golf balls on the wall? Do you have a little over 400? About. About, like give or take? Or like about 400 or more than 400? Well, Because uh, as you're looking at everything, even your pyramid, your two towers that have uh, pyramids of, of golf balls, which... 70 apiece. Okay, so there's 140. 
Right. And then and your the, racks? The big racks are a little bit over 100 a piece. Okay, 240. So each rack? Yeah. So one, two, three, four. That's four, 400, 540. All right, you got me beat. Yeah. Okay. Come on, man. They're golf balls. <laughs> We're not talking perfect. Accurate. And you do have, in it, uh, what a lot of people don't know, like the room we're in right now is a very impressive room because it's your sports bar. Wow. I, I just all of a sudden now hit me with collections. Good Lord Almighty. So my and, and, this is my office. But, that we're, we've moved in from the backyard yeah. as we did. And now that it's gotten cold, we don't want to it, do the shots. It's anymore. brisk outside. And, but here's the thing. Like, I've never looked at this room in, in the word of collections. I look at it more as like, oh, man, like all the concerts we went to. And you've got frames sure. of this and all the golf things you've done. Or the, like the sports memorabilia, the bobbleheads that you've collected that I've also helped you collect. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the, 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 the Jack in the Box Jack Balls. I mean, <laughs> you do. You have an impressive collection of, the, but I don't think of, again, I don't use the and word collection. this is why you and I get along. Absolutely. Because we kind of both have a problem. Yeah. We like, now, I have really worked hard in paring down and slicing off what I collect wow. because that's really hard, right? Oh, very. Because you can all of a sudden, if you have three of something, two is a coincidence, three, you're like, wait a second, we could do more. Oh, wait, here's a fourth. Now, in the closet are collections that I don't put out, such as, <laughs> this is a perfect example, the Jurassic Park watches. Jurassic Park watches. Yes, that Burger King put out. Like I the, decided I needed every Jurassic Park watch. Like, and then they did the Star Wars ones too. The Nightmare Before Christmas watches we have? I have those. My man. All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> They're in the closet. I'm feeling it. This is good. So, and then Here's the top the of the border of the room, by the way, is actually my favorite collection. Yeah. Because what to me, collections for me are, is art. And I cannot afford to do amazing one-and-done pieces of art. But what I can afford Fair. is art that reminds me, that gives me great memories mm -hmm. or, uh, or history of something that has touched other people. Absolutely. And around the perimeter of the top of my office are pennants of teams that no longer exist. Now, not just teams that no longer exist, <clears throat> maybe a team that, that um, uh, existed in another city under a different name or something? Sure, like above your head is the Phoenix Cardinals. Okay. Not the Arizona Cardinals. The, so uh, sure, the team, or the St. Louis Cardinals right next to the it. The Neil Lomax Phoenix Cardinals. Did I get that right? Or no, was Neil he... Lomax was in St. Louis. Damn. Phoenix, he may have moved with the team, um, but yeah. There's a tertiary uh, reference. But yeah. like, like looking at some of these teams from here, like for instance, I see the St. Louis Rams who, you know, you've got the, <laughs> sure. the, the Rams were in the, the Super Bowl, what, 99 against the Titans? Yeah, okay. that's right. Um, you've got like, you've got XFL. The original XFL, I have all of them. Before it had, do you have the voodoo up here? No, the new that's, the, that's from the Arena League. Oh, and okay. I have Arena League from the Iowa Barnstormers, <laughs> uh, which is a great name, and the San Jose Sabercats from the Arena League. I know another one that I was pulling, uh, that I was looking for, um, as I'm looking at a hockey pennant, uh, the hockey team name now belongs to, like the way it does with our minor league baseball team here, the hockey team name on the pennant belongs to a major league baseball team. Sure. So the Colorado Rockies 
moved from Colorado and they, oh, I knew you'd bring that one up. To, that became the, the Rockies moved to Calgary. Oh, no, that was um, the Atlanta Flames moved to Calgary and became the Calgary frame, Calgary, Flames. The Calgary uh, Flames, yes. Yeah, the uh, Rockies, I believe, became the Senators. Wow. So lots of cool things. And then like above you, the New York Raiders of the WHL. The cool thing is there's 15 different leagues represented in my collection of pennants that no longer, of teams that no longer exist. Yeah, like the New, New Orleans Jazz. You've got a Houston Oilers pennant. Sure. I mean, you've got so many great pennants. Like uh, one of my favorites, all-time favorites that you have in this room. And, and you know my, <laughs> my affinity for this. The Quebec Nordiques in the corner right there. Oh, yeah. Um, do you have an original? I think you do. It, it might be out of my eyesight. Do you have an original Winnipeg Jets in here? Uh, I brought it down because the Jets are playing again. Okay. And it, I when I put up the Miller Park inaugural season pennant, yeah, because I thought that was kind of cool. And the Edmonton Eskimos pennant kind of took the place of okay. the Jets. But when the Browns came back, I took down the Browns pennant. Okay. And when the uh, Jets came back, took down the Jets pennant quick, because these these franchises come back. It's not like they're done forever. And quick lineage behind the the Jets for a lot of people who may not be fully into hockey. So uh, the Winnipeg Jets in the mid '90s left as Phoenix. They left for Phoenix. Um, at the, at the time to become the uh, Arizona Coyotes, correct? Or they, were they Coyotes. the Phoenix Coyotes? Always been Phoenix Coyotes. Um, I thought they became the Arizona Coyotes at one point. No, okay. always Phoenix. Well, then they, they left to do the Phoenix Coyotes. Um, they, Winnipeg then has no hockey team whatsoever. The Atlanta Thrashers were new to the league, right? right. Or were they, oh, no, the Thrash, didn't the, uh, the Whale, Hartford, moved to Atlanta, didn't they? No. Hartford became the, uh, or did Hartford become the Carolina Hurricanes? Hartford became Carolina okay, Hurricanes. Okay, so, but the and Atlanta Thrashers. That's up there as well. Um, uh, the Atlanta Thrashers? No, Hartford Whalers okay. and Minnesota North Stars. Oh man, you got the whale. So, um, <laughs> so, so then the Atlanta Thrashers, they, uh, they, their team, the, the franchise couldn't make money. So then they wind up moving to Winnipeg and Winnipeg back in action. As the Jets once again. Yeah. Anyway, okay, so enough. Enough about all of these things. With uh, the when concert, I first, we have to do. Okay, so sorry, real quick. The concert tickets on the wall. That can that be? Can this conversation be the catalyst for next week's episode and the concerts we've seen? The, sure, but those are all sports tickets. Damn it! Uh, concert stuff is behind you. Those are sports tickets from no, they're, they're oh. Down. Anyway, okay. uh, from 2000 to 2005 are those two frames. Awesome. Um, just because it was kind of a nutty period. Amazing. Like, that's when things were, we're going to spring training each year. When you and I went to Raider games like crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, those, those are in there. There's a Metallica uh, pick from when we went to the Raiders game. AFC championship. AFC championship game. The flatbed rolls up into the uh, right. middle of the thing. We're like, why did a flatbed roll in the middle? They drop a curtain and it's freaking Metallica. Yeah, in the parking the, lot. In the parking lot of the Oakland Coliseum to play, you know, a 30-minute set before the AFC Championship game. Yeah. And when they're all done, we're walking, everybody walks away. I look down and there's a Metallica um, guitar pick. Oh, what and good fortune. Yeah, and that's in the frame as well. Awesome. So, so collections have always been a binding thing for you and I. When I first met you, you're the first person I ever saw that mentally thought, 
I want one so that I can enjoy and one that I can put away as my collection. <laughs> yeah. And you did that with CDs early on. Yeah. Like, and it would happen with, like, when bands come out, Helmet. Helmet put out Unsung with a number of different color schemes to the, the cover. The Meantime record in 90, Or Meantime, rather, yeah, not 90, Unsung, but 92. Meantime. So they... Um, and and that will be the catalyst. Uh, this conversation will we will revisit okay. um, as part of next week too. Uh, remind me, um, Helmet and Pantera. Okay. okay. So uh, when Helmet they released a blue version and a red version <laughs> of their uh, their cover for Meantime, um, the, their label at the time, Interscope Records, also issued different uh, colored hats or different colored uh, logos on a black. Uh, a black snapback hat. So I, so I still have all three hats. Shocking. Of course you do. I know, you're surprised. Uh -huh. um, <laughs> I have silver, blue, and red. Uh, okay. So hats if are we almost fast 30, forward... 30 years old, buddy. What's funny is if you fast forward that and you go to, say, a band today like 21 Pilots, mm -hmm. they go, this album's going to be red. The next album's going to be yellow. Then the following album, we don't know, will be another color. But it's funny how they they have said this, whereas back in the day, they said, let's put out a whole bunch of different versions, and hopefully chump kids are going to buy both versions and we'll sell twice as many albums. And so to add <laughs> add to that, um, I was also, I was not only doing radio with you, mm -hmm. you and I were not only doing radio together, but um, I was also working at a record store that we referenced in, in uh, episode 95 of our podcast of places that are no longer around. <laughs> and that was when I was working at the warehouse, right. and we would always see different uh, different stuff come in. So I would be really excited to compare and contrast what showed up at the radio station versus what was at the record store. Oh, absolutely. Oh, that's interesting because you, that was the retail side versus the, okay, just get it on the air side. Yeah. Like, it, you radio Theoretically, if it's in the control room, that's where it stays and mm -hmm. nobody really sees that. But what's being sold on the shelves, that's what the kids see, that's what you're buying, that's what you're excited absolutely. about. Absolutely. Yeah. But that was always an interesting thing. And you... You were passionate about collecting music stuff from the second I ever met you. Yeah. I and mean, that was your, oh man, can I have one of those? Can I want to, I want to put that to my collection. So your music collection before everything got digitized yeah. was... I've made it upward to just a little over 5,000 CDs. Okay. It was it was nuts. So, they were up and down the hallway. Up and down the hallway. Um, yeah, in it, crates. It, sometimes it, not unpacked. It was. Um, yeah, it was. It was crazy. And and um, I remember there was a, 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 my friend Bridget who lives in Sacramento. She referenced this on uh, in a thread. My friend Ryan, you you, you know Ryan, sure. um, Senior Smith. He. Uh, posted uh, posted something, and our friend Bridget came in and said, "Oh man, I remember meeting you through Chris Payne," and. Um, uh, she also left a comment on his on on one of his uh, pages because he posted a photo of having uh, like bobbleheads or pop. Uh, what do they refer to as uh, pop Funko pop doll thing action figure whatever? And she said, "Oh, it reminds me of Chris Payne's apartment." And he was like, "Yeah, I, <laughs> I think there's a little more to Chris Payne's apartment than than, than those." Yeah, I mean, I had pop vinyl. Thank you. Yeah, yes. that's what it was. So I mean, I've got um, I, I I I may have five or six of those pop vinyls. I don't nearly have the collection that a number of people do. Pop, vinyl, pop vinyls are a cool collection because again, 
they're not super expensive. No. Kids can like go down a certain path. They're like, okay, I only want Star Wars pop finals or I only want uh, like Far East to anime pop vinyls mm -hmm. or I only want DC comic or DC Marvel or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. They can go down a certain path and say, this is what I want to do. And that's the brilliance of that. There's a toy store in the in uh, Greenwich Village, New York or in Gramercy, New York, that uh, right in the middle of Manhattan, that you go downstairs and the entire downstairs is nothing but pop vinyls. Wow. And I mean, it's thousands of them. And I remember when we brought our kids there and I said, go take a look at that. My daughter walks out and she goes, I couldn't do it. It was too overwhelming. She just, it was so many that she didn't even know where to go. It was, it was, it was a lot. And that's the problem with, with that, Greg, is, oh. is there is, um, like for me, the, the pop finals that I know that I have, I have uh, a Prince one. <laughs> I have two of uh, Papa Emeritus, the singer for Ghost. I have a Johnny Cash one. And the other one that I have, the fifth one, is uh, Ash from Army of Darkness. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I mean, that's just, but that's, that's the thing. These things are, to me, they're, they're fun. They're, yeah. They're neat. Okay, so that brings me to, you have, what would you say, half a dozen different active things you're collecting. Between shoes. Still? Yeah. You, you're still bringing in shoes, and if you see a really cool bobblehead, you'll pick it up. It's It has or... to be a unique bobblehead. Kind of like, okay. uh, I used to buy a lot of concert t-shirts, and, and you okay. watched me get a lot of shirts. Oh, yeah. I have long since scaled back on the t-shirt. Now I lean more on patches for the band. Oh, all right. So patches and or buttons or some sort of tchotchke that's now, as, as you've helped me... Uh, Do you have the Trickster? Patch? Trickster. No, I still have the Trickster comic book, though. Oh, nice. Okay, I'll have to do the Trickster <laughs> so, patch. That okay. would be awesome. Okay. Wow. That we can be, do that. That would be amazing. So, um, <laughs> but I, I have, I mean, now I also have a collection of denim jean jackets that have uh, a, a myriad of patches on these jackets. Sure. Do, do different ones. Um, I, I mean, I, I, we go back to the shoes. The second bedroom in the house um, for me is nothing but shoes. Okay. And they're color-coordinated. They're color coordinated, color not coordinated. by brand. They're by also color. alphabetized by brand. Color coordinated. I don't know how that works. What do you mean color coordinated, alphabetized by brand? Well, now that was the thing when I first met you, and we had a very small collection of CDs at the radio station yeah. that, that grew over time. You're like, no, it's alphabetized and then it's by release. So Van Halen one goes before Van Halen goes before Van Halen two and goes and. That was the thing that you taught me was, okay, you put these things in a certain order, otherwise yeah. you'll never find them. And that's the key to collecting. Yeah. Is if you put them in all kinds of places and it goes back to the golf balls, they're all, they all have a place. Yes, they do. Because they're based on ge uh, geography and events and, so, and age of events and all that sort of stuff. So how does, <laughs> how does it work that it's alphabetized and color coordinated, which is what takes priority. So, for instance, Adidas. Okay. That would start the pack. So then you have your. And you finish with zips. What? Uh, no, I have. Um, I think they end with Procheds. Okay. Um, right. Wait, PF Flyers Proked? No, Procheds. I had to think about that for a second. <laughs> but it's like, there are so many different things. So you have Adidas, you've got Converse. There's, um, you know, you have Vans, Procheds. You. Okay. Wait, wait. All right. So. Adidas shoes. Nike. So you do all the Adidas together mm -hmm. and you do the Aqua as the first one on your immediate left? No, no. 
and black the, following? No, but. it would be white, and then uh, after white is our like would be gold. Um, you you oh. stay in the color coordinated. Oh, so the colors aren't alphabetized too? No, no, I'm not that much of a weirdo. I'm a kook, but I'm not that much of a weirdo. So there's the second there. there there's the, all that. Um, but yeah, puma. Uh, all right. Yeah. So it's so the only alphabetization is the brand, and then after that you clump them by color. Yes. Are they? How are you storing four hundred pairs of shoes in one? On like, racks. 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 Oh, okay. Not in boxes. Still. No. Oh, okay. No That'd boxes take too much room. Yeah, they take a lot of room. A lot. Of and room. L most of your shoes, like when you're talking Converse shoes, beauty of a Converse shoe is you can kind of mush it down. You can. Yeah. I tried like with you the, stack them inverted, and that's that's in a lot of space. So the ones I'm wearing now are my Homer Simpson um, Converse that I have, and I just, just happened to put these on today, just because I was like, oh, I haven't worn these in a while. Oh. Um, and by a while, I mean I haven't worn these in about a year and a half. I've never seen them. Okay, so there's that. So right. um, yeah, and I I love these shoes. Um, Converse put these out before Vans put out their version of their Simpson shoes that came out, I believe, over the summer. All right. Which I give I you credit have... that you can wear Converse All Stars. I tried once, man. My feet were in pain. I, I, I okay. can't do it. So remember, uh, in Vans, same thing. I have a pair of Vans shoes. I like them a little bit. <laughs> I cannot wear them. They're just brutal on my feet. I don't know what's up with that. Remember though, you told me a couple of years ago when I asked you. I was like, I was having this weird like. Uh, I was trying to step on something into what I thought it was my bedroom. I thought I was stepping on glass or whatever, and you you threw me. You're like, hey, no, you're oh. you're you've got the old man thing going. Oh, the plantar fasciitis. Yeah, so uh, I'm so so excited. I've got that going on in my right foot. However, um, thanks to Amazon and whatever they happen to have, I have one of those cuffs or a band or something around the arch part, so oh. I can wear Converse. I can wear Vans again. Oh, very good. Yeah. Okay. So you can be an old man and not sure. Why not? <laughs> okay, very good. All right. Uh, yeah. So if you could get rid of a collection, like just straight, I I gotta get this out of my house. I gotta get this away from my exit. I keep getting these, and I don't want them, but I still have them because I don't know where to go with them. That is my CDs. Oh. Yeah, if we we're going to start at that, they're they're cumbersome at this point. Aren't they, they are. Um, it, th yeah. There are there's a handful that I would like to either keep or digitize. Sure. Um, but Slayer Blood Pack. Uh, I don't have the Slayer Blood Pack. Oh, <gasps> yeah, I never got one of those. I nice. Except all the blood evaporated. It had to have that or dried up. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Um, it's been a while. There was, uh, yeah, um, yeah. But uh, if I could do that, if I could digitize, yeah, that makes or, sense. Okay, I would do that. That's fair. What about you? Uh, I don't know. That's a, that's a really hard one, because, like I said, I've worked really hard at trying not to keep gathering things that getting rid of. You did a great job of, of minimizing your CDs. You would you over time, and I yeah. watched you do this over time. Your collection went from to uh, a good a fair amount to some to a little to none and you did a great job of ripping all that stuff into your computer and then ripped I, it and then I took I pulled everything out of a jewel case I actually still have all the CDs hmm. I pulled them all out of a jewel case and they're in a book okay a lot of books a case logic book yeah huge case like uh, the size of a freaking Bible or something I don't know they're they're massive and I have like four or five of them, and then any other CDs that didn't quite fit are in a tub, and that's how I put them all away, but that's where the trickster patch is. And we've just gone back 20 years. Yeah. 
Fantastic. I, I'm not mad about that. I like Case Logic hey, products. Oh man, we should have bought Case Logic um, stock for <laughs> yeah. about five years, and then it went away. <laughs> that would have been fine. Um, what else do you so have? So the oddest collection of things that you have. Hmm. If it's if the if there is one thing that would be odd that I had to think of. I would probably say my magnet collection because a, a good chunk of it came from you and your wife and oh, the sure. trips that you guys would take. Right. And I would just ask, like, hey, bring me a magnet back from wherever you go. So right. here's something from Magna Carta or here's something from Barcelona. Magna Carta is a document. Okay. Okay. But, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is like, we're going to, uh, we're going to be in Iceland. So here you go. Here's it. Sure. And much like your, hold on, much like your golf balls, arranged by uh, geographic location on your wall, the magnets on my fridge are arranged geographically. I oh. might not know my geography <laughs> when I'll go, wow, Finland's near like uh, Italy, right? And you just laugh. Everything being relevant, sure it is. Okay. So that's how my fridge is. Oh, very good. So how'd you do that? You I get a globe look, out at the same time? I had to look at a map. Okay, so <laughs> this is my oddest collection. It is my favorite collection in a weird way. Your Kool-Aid packets. So these are not just Kool-Aid packets, but they're Kool-Aids that no longer exist. Dude, you used to... And they're from all over the world. Really? Yeah. So my favorite flavor in there is raisin. That's actually French for grape. Oh. Um, <laughs> and weird. my favorite flavor that's in there that is no longer made is Purple Source Rex. Oh. Yeah. So... This, this this is, is awesome. Probably, uh, what would you say without getting real deep? Probably about forty different packets, forty-five at, at least. Yeah, and so they're literally from all over the world, and they're crazy flavors, or they're just uh, things like mandarin <laughs> or That's mango, awesome. um, pink flamingo, which went away, uh, raspberry reaction, which was really cool because it was actually clear. Um, Sharkleberry Finn. Sharkleberry Finn. Yes. Uh, what's another <laughs> flavor? Swirling Strawberry Starlime. Don't even know what that flavor was. Um, and then you just had Tropical Punch, but the Tropical Punch, I believe, is... Yeah, it's all alphabetized for you, too. <laughs> yeah, it is. Tropical, pu tropical Punch Tropical? Yeah. So if you look at it closer, it's actually in French. Simulate, oh, simulated flavor. Uh, Arcombe Arti Artificiel. There you go. Wow. Yeah. And huh. then you have things like that, just simply. Magic twists. Secret color, secret flavor. Watch the orange. What does it say? Watch the orange drink mix turn into a, a surprise <laughs> color. I hate that I have to wear glasses to read right. that. Um, wow. So that, that is one of my kookiest, but my favorite collection. Hmm. Because again, to me, it's about a little bit of art and it's about memories of getting those things from certain places. And to this day, I don't drink Kool-Aid anymore. Yeah, you haven't uh, drank Kool-Aid like 10 years. No, uh, and I used to, uh, well, we still go into grocery stores. To me, grocery stores are a dichotomy of how a society exists. And okay. I've been in grocery stores all over the world because they're fascinating. When I was in Uruguay, I went to the grocery store and you walked in and there's little girl's dresses right next to the fresh fruit. And you're like, okay, what's going on there? Well, you realize, well, this is important to them. 
that's why they have it in a very small grocery store. This isn't a Walmart. This isn't a massive place. Yeah. This is a little corner grocery store. But these are things that are important to these people. And I'd always go looking for Kool-Aid packets no matter where I was. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. And again, much easier to get home than a soccer ball. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Even deflated. <laughs> Even deflated. <laughs> so things like logo balls, Kool-Aid packets, stuff like that, you can grab from all over the world and not worry about not making weight on your luggage getting home. I do have um, some, like I have some prints, um, whether it's a concert print or just an art print um, done by somebody like Derek Hess or um, uh, Marco uh, Marco Almera. I mean, are we good on time? Yeah, we're good. Okay, um, but I mean, we're finishing up. But there we're are good. a ton of ton of different prints that I have. Um, the other. I mean, I would collect, I remember collecting watches at one point, like actual watches. Oh, yeah. Um, sunglasses, cologne. Cologne. Um, okay, so let's go back to 15, over 15 years ago. Um, Silver Star was this company that used to make these rings. Okay. And I used to buy the rings so I could have them, have one on each finger. It was, it was, a, it was the, let's just say the early 2000s, the new metal time with the umlauts over the U. <laughs> that was a good time. Um, you know, right. like the different things between the, yes, I still have. Um, okay, so here's a fun story. And, and I don't know if you want to wrap up on this or not. We should. Uh, the, bobblehead, uh, the bobblehead collection that I was building up was very specific, including a time when I worked at 98 Rock in Sacramento. And... Uh, there was a new InSync record coming out, and to commemorate that, Best Buy had said, you know what, we're going to release commemorative InSync bobbleheads. I looked at the promo team from the radio station. Was this about the same time the Sacramento Kings were doing bobbleheads? Yes. Oh, man, that was a pain. And All right. everybody I had to have those. Looked at the te- I looked at the, the promo team, and I said, guys... I need you to drive around to the different Best Buys. I need all five InSyncs, or all five members. Oh, man. So they did their due diligence over the course of two or three days. Next thing you know, Chris, Joey, Justin, oh, Lance, goodness. and uh, why am I thinking? I can't think of the fourth one. The other guy. <laughs> yeah, number okay. five. Um, JC, thank okay. you. He was, uh, he, was, he was all five are still in my possession, still unopened. And I don't know what the street value is, but if it's worth money, I want to hang on to them. And that's where we finish up collections. (laughs) 